Well, good afternoon, Lake Norman, and welcome to Town Talk. We're coming to you live from WSIC, the Real Talk Studio, nestled on the banks of beautiful Lake Norman, streaming worldwide from Palermo, Italy, to Plum Branch, South Carolina, population 82 people, by the way. I'm your host, Bill Russell, president of Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce, the largest chamber of commerce in the Charlotte region. This is a program where we discuss topics that are impacting your family, your friends, your neighbors, your business from my neighborhood to yours. My two guests today on Town Talk are Shane Siegel. He is the managing partner of North State Development and Mark Miller, who's the founding principal of Highline Partners. But before we actually get started with either one of those, today I found out on the 2023's most popular boating cities in America, today Lake Norman was named the 27th most popular boating city in America, number 27, according to Get My Boats which is uh, the most popular boating cities in America. The problem is, Bill, Bill, Bill is my producer, Bill Blakely. The problem is Lake Norman is, is not actually a city, so I, I don't really know how they're doing that. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to get something next week that asks me if I want to buy the plaque that uh, has this information <laughs> right. in there. We'll but, take uh, it. We'll take it. Yeah, but do you know who is number one as the most popular boating city in America? Number one? Who's that? Miami. Oh. Miami is number one. Charleston, South Carolina, which is the only North and South Carolina city other than Lake Norman, right. is uh, coming in at number 22. Oh, wow. That's nice. That's so, nice company. Yeah. Now, if we could just only make Lake Norman a city, we will uh, we actually be legit. Um, Bill, we had our Chamber Business Expo yesterday. We had it at the Huntersville Recreation Center. 120 businesses and nonprofits. Uh, WSIC was a partner there doing doing live remotes, and uh, again, one of the things that I've heard was the 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 really the diverse business community mark that actually was there. Um, we had everything from finance and and the banks and the financial investment realtors. We had chiropractors, healthcare. We had real estate. We had uh, home staging that that was there at the expo. So again, did you have boats? We actually had Ed Watkins. Yes, uh, he is a boat dealer right here in Cornelius, North Carolina. So we did there we did go. have a boat dealer. And normally we have Carefree Boat Club there, but Carefree wasn't there this time around. They're almost always there. But uh, anyway, great event. We had, I, I guess, close to uh, 1,200, 1,500 people come out. Huntersville Recreation Center. We've been doing that since 2001. So it was a fantastic uh, opportunity for our business community to showcase what they do. Uh, coming up, we've got candidate forums uh, just tomorrow night. We're having a forum for the Cornelius Town Board. So the two people, Woody Washam and, and Dennis Billadou, uh, is going to be vying for our mayor spot here in Cornelius, along with 10 other candidates. Uh, that's taking place 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock at Cornelius Town Hall. And then we turn around next week on Tuesday. Uh, we're having a forum in Huntersville on the 17th. And uh, that's going to be for the three people running for mayor. And five people running for town board. And because Huntersville is so special, we got we had 17 people that filed, Shane. 17. Uh, that, that was your town that you grew up in, right? Uh, Huntersville? Oh, okay. Uh, but anyway, we've got uh, we got 17, had 17 people running. Now we've got 15. We had two people drop out. Jessica Zeppes is going to be moderating that particular program. So uh, uh, we will have it live stream. So people that can't be there in person for some reason or the other can go and watch it on the WSIC uh, studio website. They can also watch it on Twitter, uh, which is now X. Mark, it's yeah. no longer Twitter. Yeah. It's X. I still go to Twitter.com. You know, uh, the whole thing is like the whole Prince thing to me, though, is, you know, is it, you know, how did you how did you pronounce Prince when he did away with his name and it was just a simple? Oh. <laughs> you know? You know what I'm talking about? I, well, I this might be before my time. I, I, <laughs> but I love Prince. Well, I, I do like Prince too. So anyway, we, it's going to be it's going to be streamed on on X. It's going to be streamed on LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. Um, if are we out of YouTube jail, Bill? Or are we still in YouTube jail? Okay, okay. Uh, but, but but next week we're going to have it solved. We're going to have it solved. But uh, Justin is going to be our moderator, and uh, we're asking those that that have questions. You can submit it by chat, or you can. Uh, we'll have people there. You can write it down an index card and, and send it back up. But uh, two forums taking place in Huntersville next week, and then Davidson. Uh, Davidson's pretty much 
said they're not going to have an election because they got five people running for five spots and one person running for mayor. So the election's over with. Hmm. Unless you're a write-in candidate and you got a lot of friends, uh, that election's pretty much done. So instead of doing a candidate forum in Davidson, at the Davidson Village Inn on October the 30th, we're actually going to have a meet and greet. So you can still come out and, and meet the people that are going to be uh, are the elected officials in Davidson. So that's some of the things that we've got going on. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce, we came out in support of a $2.5 billion school bond, Charlotte-Mecklenburg Schools. Um, that bond is going to allow for a new replacement school in Cornelius, a new replacement school in Huntersville, a new replacement school for North Mecklenburg High School. And Shane, we were talking about that. You you graduated from North Mecklenburg High. That is correct. Yep. Graduated in 1990. Yeah. And, and uh, it needed to be replaced in 1990, I think. <laughs> I think it did. Yeah. Uh, they, they actually, I think North Mech was probably built around when FDR was president. So it's, <laughs> it's been a long time. But uh, And then we're also getting a middle school for North Mecklenburg. So a lot of the bond package, uh, North Mecklenburg is finally getting some of its due. Uh, in 2017, our Chamber of Commerce, uh, we didn't go along to get along. We, we, we opposed the 2017 bond uh, because there was, there was really nothing on the bond for North Mecklenburg. Um, you had some minor improvements to, I think, Davidson IB, but that was it. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce is also getting behind a bond package in the town of Huntersville, $58 million package. It'll be $50 million for transportation improvement and $8 million for parks, parks and rec. So, um, again, some of those projects that you're seeing, uh, particularly as you're driving through and around Huntersville, and you're seeing a lot of transportation improvement going on, um, uh, those projects would come to a grinding halt if we don't get this bond package through. So we're encouraging our member businesses and our citizens to support both the CMS package and the uh, Huntersville bond package. Um, question is somebody who's got a project. We're going to talk about your, your actually development downtown, but how important is road improvements for something like the project you're going to be having in Huntersville? Yeah, I think um, road improvements are very important for our projects. Um, you know, our, our goal for particular downtown Huntersville is to really revitalize downtown Huntersville and we want to bring some people which will bring some restaurants and retail and you know to 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 make that happen successfully you need good road infrastructure both of your projects and I was I was reading about it yours is a 60 million dollar investment I think in the town of Huntersville Correct. and yours is a 60 million dollars investment 60 million and one 60 million and one okay 61 million okay um, but what does it say to you when when a town is willing its citizens to invest in its own community uh, Mark Let's say that again, Bill. Uh, what, what does it mean as a developer when, you, when you're investing in a mm -hmm. community like, a, like Cornelius? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what does it mean when a, a community is investing back into its own community, the uh, transportation infrastructure and right, parks? And right, right, right. Well, yeah. I mean, specific to Cornelius, mm -hmm. right, you know, right. tra road improvements are critical. Mm -hmm. and they, everybody, everybody knows that. Um, moving people quickly is important. Um, nobody wants to be stuck in traffic, and that that hurts your investment into as well. If people are always stuck in traffic, so just moving people, um, creating better intersections is critical. But also just the condition of roads, you know, mm -hmm. the aesthetics of roads, that um, that also helps with your investments. We're going to be going to a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Sean Siegel, and we're going to be actually be talking Shane Siegel, and we're going to be talking about development. Uh, come back right with us on Town Talk WSIT. See. WSIT, I don't know where that came from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> new call letters for Justin. Uh, we're going to be talking, those of you streaming, thank you for staying with us. We're going to be talking about some of the things that we're doing at the Chamber of Commerce because, again, uh, a lot going on at the Chamber, not only the candidate forums that we just talked about, the expo that we had yesterday. Uh, we've got a lot of things going on. I want to touch on some of them. Uh, just last week, we kicked off our Junior Leadership Lake Norman had a retreat at Rural Hill. Junior Leadership Lake Norman is for young people 16 years of age uh, at CMS, but also any of the Lake Norman Charter School, Pine Lake Prep, 
a community school at Davidson, Davidson Day. I'll have students enrolled in our junior leadership like Norman and gives them a chance to go out and, and find out about their community over like a six-month period. So the next session that they will have uh, will be going out and, and doing history and education. So they'll go to Davidson College and find out a little bit about Davidson, the history of Davidson College. Uh, they will find out the, the history of the U-Tarns House Store, uh, a little bit about Rural Hill, the Davidson Cemetery. Uh, so again, it's an opportunity for them to get exposure into our area. One of the programs that they have is economic development. So uh, Ryan McDaniels with our Economic Development Corporation yeah. will come out and talk about um, what the EDC does in terms of bringing primary job creation to the area. And not just going out and bringing new companies and businesses to the area, but also expanding existing business. So if you had somebody like Rubbermaid or MSC or Ingersoll Rand that wanted to expand their campus, they would be working with our EDC. Uh, the retreat last week, last week was a really good one because it gave them an opportunity to, to find out how they motivate each other. Um, tomorrow, 12.30 on Thursday uh, from 12.30 to 2, Emerge Ortho, which is going to actually be Terrell Park Drive in Sheryl's Ford. It's a patient-centered orthopedic care offering advanced expertise in, in the bones and muscles and joints. We're having a ribbon cutting. Uh, Shane, you were asking me before we actually went on air, what was the, what's the territory or the market of the Lake Norman Chamber of Commerce? Uh, here we are having a ribbon cutting in, in Sheryl's Ford tomorrow. So we got that going on. Our Lake Norman Young Professionals, we created an organization that is an arm of the chamber, 21 to 39, that... Uh, <clears throat> They're having a, a program themselves, and, and they're going to have their annual putt-putt next uh, October 17th uh, coming coming up. Frankie's Fun Park. Uh, for those of you streaming, come, stay with us. We're coming right back to Town Talk. Welcome back to Town Talk. I'm Bill Russell, your host. I have Shane Siegel. He is the managing partner of North State Development, and we have Mark Miller, the founding principal of Highline Partners. Shane, I want to start with you. You've got a project that I'm extremely excited about. Actually, I'm excited about both of these particular projects. Uh, I talked about the candidate forms a while ago, and since 1996, almost at every forum over, over every two years, we have candidates running for office that talk about how we need to revitalize downtown. We, we've just got to bring a sense of, 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 of vibrancy in, in, uh, to downtown. And yet nothing has happened until now. Uh, you've got your organization that are, is absolutely going to be a catalyst for business. But talk about, if you would, what is North State Development and who are some of the partners? And then share what is the development you're bringing into downtown Huntersville? Sure. So North State Development um, was started by myself, Shane Buckner, and David Dupree. We are a local firm. We're, our office is here in Cornelius, right off of uh, West Catawba and Nance Road. Um, we uh, primarily are a development and acquisition company. Uh, we have a pretty robust pipeline. We have over 1,300 multifamily units in the pipeline. We have 400 single-family townhome lots that we own or control. Um, we just completed our first self-storage development in the Lake Norman area. Uh -huh. And we also own and manage some uh, about 187,000 square feet of commercial space, grocery-anchored retail uh, spaces, things like that. Um, most of our employees... We're, live right here in the Lake Norman area. I think all of them live in the Lake Norman area. So uh -huh. we're a very local firm. Um, we like where we live. We like where we work. We think there's a lot of <clears throat> great places in this in these areas and think there's a lot of opportunities in these areas as well. Um, um, the project in Huntersville, what, project, what, what will that be? Yeah, so that'll be, it's a $60 million project, like you said. It's a total of 186 units. It's 134 apartment units, uh -huh. four-story building. Uh -huh. We'll have ground floor retail. Um, and then behind that building will be 41 townhomes and 11 single-family homes. So it's a really good mixed use. Uh, we have some retail. You go from higher density from on Gilead, and then it gets lower density as you progress south toward Greenway. Um we are, you've probably seen it, we're, we're deep in construction now, we're going vertical, most of the site work's been completed, so really starting to see a transformation there. Um, we're excited to get that thing going, probably, we probably have another, uh, another year to get that completed. Um, it's over 10 acres, right? 
It's about 11 acres, yes. 11 acres. How many square feet of commercial? Um, so it's <clears throat> about, when you take out back of house space, it's about 7,500, 8,000 square feet of rentable space. Shane, you, you, we were just talking about it. you went to North Mech and, and, and kind of grew up in, in Huntersville. Um, as somebody who much younger saw downtown Huntersville, did you ever think I'm going to be playing a part in revitalizing and, and reinventing downtown Huntersville? It's funny. Um, so where our project is and where Discovery Place is, there mm -hmm. was a Cross Chevrolet. You probably remember that. Mm -hmm. So that's where I always took my car, right? I always got it fixed. So I know that area very well. I was always in there. Um, I never thought I would be part of revitalizing that downtown. But when the opportunity came along, you know, I consider Huntersville as my hometown. I grew up here, went to high school here, and lived here after that. So really have a good, a big heart for Huntersville. So when the opportunity came along, I was just all in on that. Uh, you know, a lot of developers, when they're, when they're looking to come to any town, and Mark, this is the case with... Um, whether somebody's coming up to Cornelius or Davidson, Huntersville, they they tell their story. They talk about the jobs they're going to create. They're going to talk about the tax value that they'll bring in, bringing into the town that, that helps everybody out. And they show the real dollars and cents, and they say, okay, now the town board and the citizens are just going to be on this project. I mean, there's no way they won't, they, they won't support this project. But that's not really the case. Um, I'm a big fan of Burtdale and North American Properties. Uh, they did that. They they had a they had a plan. They showed exactly what they were going to be doing. It was going to be fantastic for the for those tenants that are already there. But they allowed uh, the some of the critics to to tell the story and and get out in front of that. Uh, that wasn't the case with with North State. You guys, uh, you were able to get out there and tell your story. I remember sitting when the when the town was to decide that project. Um, it was just after. Um, there was it was so many people. We were in the Huntersville Recreation Center. That's actually where that was being discussed because right. there were hundreds of people in there. And on the, you created a video that that some of, some of the business owners talked about what it would mean to revitalize the downtown district. You had citizens that talked about what it meant for their town to to finally have a downtown again. And uh, we had a group called Save Huntersville that had been opposing the project. And at the end of that video, Mark. It came out and it said, save Huntersville. And you could have heard the gasp in the room, everybody, because you basically usurped their 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 little logo, their little, little slogan. But you were absolutely right. Revitalizing the town was saving Huntersville. But uh, talk about that process, because, again, uh, you did a fantastic job of telling your story. Yeah, I think it goes back. You know, we, we – um, so we had – close communications with Jackson Minot over there, the whole planning department. Um, we wanted to understand their vision. We looked at the 2030 plan, the 2040 plan. We took all that into account, and it's, you know, our, our vision was to meet those plans, is to bring some density downtown, some, some, you know, some really nice properties downtown to help revitalize that area and you know that was a tough that was a tough process going through that rezoning we didn't think it would be that tough because we're, we're meeting these plans that were adopted by the, the uh, board of commissioners input from the community so we felt like we were doing what everybody wanted but that was not the case like you mentioned but you know once you talk to the business owners and the people that really um uh, most of the people that are really downtown, they want to see something happen down there. Um, and, you know, it was, a, it was a struggle. I remember having the, uh, we did the video at Mama Mia's, uh -huh. and he was a big supporter. And we brought some folks in, and video turned out great. And, you know, it was really just speaking from the heart. We were trying to revitalize downtown that really needed it. I mean, uh -huh. they, and they wanted it. It was in their plans. They wanted to see something like that happen. You know, uh, John Foster was another owner yeah. whose, whose business has almost always been downtown Huntersville, and he spoke on that video. Huge again, yeah. Yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was, again, masterful. Uh, the, the project has been four years in the making, but it probably, you probably had a sense of doing this long before that, that four years. How long has this project been in the mind of, of uh, North State? So it's probably been in, we've probably been talking about this for six years plus, mm -hmm. probably seven years. Um, you know, they, it just takes so long. You know, initially we had control of two-acre parcel on Gilead. 
Then we, uh, Mr. Bradford on pieces behind it, Nate Bowman on some pieces behind that. So, you know, the original plan was we had control of the frontage and we, we knew we, this could be a, this is a, I mean, you're downtown Huntersville, this could be a key development. So, you know, it took time to, to work with the other property owners and planning department and the vision. So it was, it was a long process. I think you came to the groundbreaking right, and right. at the groundbreaking, I remember saying we had been working on it for almost four years. Mm-hmm. And that was to get to that point. You know, it's, it's human nature that we, all of us are, are, are resistant to change in some way, shape, or form. I mean, nobody really likes and embraces change. But the fact of the matter is, if you're not changing, you're, you're dying. And, right. and that's really what was going on yeah. in downtown, not just in, in, in Huntersville, but in Cornelius. I mean, we have had a, a thriving downtown in Davidson. Uh, and it's a wonderful place. They have the Christmas in Davidson they're able to go to. But... We haven't actually been able to have a, a downtown. And in the 1940s and 1960s, that was the heart of the Huntersville business community. It was downtown. Yeah, I think even I remember going through this <clears> rezoning, <throat> people were telling coming up and um, supporting us. They wanted to see this happen. It, they told us that in over this was this was the largest investment in downtown public uh, private investment downtown in, Absolutely. The, in the last 40, 50 years, hands down. And Mark, we're going to talk about this with you too. Uh, but but you're you're bringing in also housing apartments. Uh, why is density important to a project, a mixed use project like this? Talk about why the density is important. Yeah, I think the density is very important. You know, we want to we truly want to revitalize downtown. So to do that, you you want to you got to have people downtown. Mm-hmm. We want to see people. You know, the vision is people are walking around downtown. You're visiting restaurants, brewery. All kinds of shops. Um, to do that, you got to have the density down there. Right, it's walkable. So, getting the sufficient density will bring the other uses to help make it sort of a walkable, pedestrian-friendly area, which I think everybody wants. And I don't be all negative. I think I honestly think once we finish this project, I think even the people that were against us, I think they'll see this is a great project for downtown Huntersville. I mean, it's already turned out. You know, you got the. Since we announced our project, mm-hmm. the brewery across the street yep, yep, yep. has happened. 760. And he he's told us that the reason he did that is because of what we're doing across the street. That's right. And then you got Brian Hines deal down the street. And then we have another project just quarter mile down the street. We're going to do 35 high-end townhomes walkable to downtown. So I think you'll see it's going to be a really neat downtown eventually. Mark, when the growth management task force was, was doing their study in, in Cornelius and it wasn't really your project that we were discussing, but we were still, I was still down there talking about it because we were talking about heights of, of buildings and things. But one of the things I shared with the planning board and then the town board is that, um, you know, people, they, they want the 131 mains. They want the dressers or the, uh, they want those types of, of nice restaurants. They want the high-end retail, but they don't want the cars and they don't want the people. Well, well guess what? You, you have to have that because the restaurant has to have the diners. Uh, the, the retail has to have the shoppers or they can't exist. Right. So that goes hand in glove. And, and you've got to have density for these mixed-use development That's projects. That's right. Exactly right. Yeah. And um, when we get back, we want to talk, Mark, we want to talk about your project because, again, that's just recently been approved, and we're very excited about what that's going to be bringing to our community. So those of you who are listening to us, please come back on Town Talk at WSIC. And those of you who are streaming, we're going to continue to talk about Chamber of Commerce activities. We'll be right back on Town Talk, WSIC. Uh, do you know what WSIC really stands I for? I do not. I uh, don't. Okay. The SIC is Statesville, Iredell County. Okay. WSIC. Bill, you probably didn't think I knew that, did you? <laughs> now, here's what you. Here's what I want you to do. Next Monday when Joe Vagnone has his show, I want you to ask him, what does WSIC, <laughs> the call letters, actually stand for? And see if he knows that. Because I got it in there. What does WSIT stand for? You know, I, I, <laughs> Troutman. <laughs> Stays for our, our old Troutman, I guess. So yeah, there you go. Wist. Wist, there you Whist. go. Um, 
the Chamber of Commerce, again, we were talking about all of the things going on. We've got this candidate forums, and again, I can't urge people enough to, to please go out there because, uh, again, our town boards, uh, I, I used to say, only are involved in fiscal matters of, of looking at fin the financial uh, financials for their departments and the tax base and, and real estate, but they're in all kinds of other areas, too. So the town board absolutely controls the growth, the development, the business and commerce of any town. Um, the planning board, ironically, the planning board can sit there and, and really look at the minutia of all of these things and vote six to nothing for something, and it can be declined by the town board mm -hmm. because the power of the town lies within its elected officials. And, and you see that a lot. Yep. I mean, you, you recently, you see that a lot. So uh, the the town uh, the, the the town candidate forums are so very very important. So if you're a resident of Cornelius or Davidson, please come out. Um, we also have elections going on in, in our other communities as well. I think y'all were discussing this morning, Bill, that uh, there were some primaries being held. I believe in Statesville, where some of the wards have been decided. And it isn't just uh, town board elections. Charlotte Mecklenburg schools have some at-large positions. So again, we're going to have some of those candidates coming out there. Justin Kazepis, who you heard in the background, he is going to be moderating the, those particular things. Um, public safety luncheon coming up October the 19th. Uh, the chamber's having uh, an event. We've been doing a recognition of our public safety officers since 2003. So the police officers from Cornelius Davidson and Huntersville, as well as our firefighters, and our Crime Stopper of the Year going to be recognized on October the 19th at Northstone Country Club. So please come out. Uh, tickets are available. Uh, $35 for members, $40 for non-members. And you can go to the website, lakenormanchamber.org. Well, welcome back to Town Talk. I'm Bill Russell. I have Shane Siegel. He's the managing partner of North State Development. Mark Miller, the founding principal at Highline Partners. Mark, uh, tell me a little bit about what is Highline Partners, and then we're going to get into your project. Sure. Um, Highline Partners, we're young. We're only two years old now, but I think the uh, impetus of the company was to be a boutique developer in Charlotte um, and try to do projects that are creative and thoughtful and what we deem to be special locations. So that was kind of the, the purpose of the company. And uh, we feel very fortunate to be working on uh, the Mills Market Project in downtown Cornelius. And who are some of the other principals within your firm? We have a director of construction that we're actually just now onboarding, David Thomas. Mm -hmm. um, we also have a um, early equity partner by the name of Expedition Capital out of Dallas, Texas. And uh, they subsidize uh, some manpower as well as they have, they have in-house counsel and in-house uh, construction management. And so uh, we are kind of a team as we work on. They're programmatically involved with all the projects that we do. So um, we work as a team on, all, on the projects that we have currently in our pipeline. Mark, I, I think I've shared this story with you before, um, and we're going to get into your project. But when I was hired in 1996, uh, I went down to the town hall, which was then the old police station, which is now where the Kane Center for the Arts is. So mm -hmm. it was the old police station that's been torn down. But I parked my car uh, there, there on Catawba Avenue, and there was an old mill that used to be right across the street from the Kane Center for the Arts. Mm -hmm. yeah. And there literally was two goats, and, and I said G-O-A-T-S, goats. <laughs> there were two goats. One was up on the loading dock, and one was walking around, and they were just entertaining themselves and eating. And, and I'm thinking, what? What what is this downtown Cornelius and and I walked in the manager was Bob Race and I said um, there there are there are like goats across the street and he said oh yeah our petting zoo yeah and I, I, I I'm going like is he serious yeah. uh, but of course you had the the mill owner was uh, the town was trying to buy the property and uh, the guy with the property wanted to be rezoned for something else and the town wouldn't rezone it that way so there's a little bit of fight going back so he put goats uh in that in that so our town center had goats across from town hall but i i shared how excited i am uh for what's going on not only in huntersville but in cornelius because we we have the Kane center for the art which is is going to be tremendous uh and already is and some some great performances there but now the project that you had which was originally we were looking at six stories and we i think we've gone down to four but an, again 61 million dollar investment in our community talk about what you're doing down there sure um by the way we have uh, a 
historic photograph aerial of that mill. I think it was called the Cornelius Mill. And Is the goats in the photo? No, I didn't. Well, I'm going to look again now that you said that, uh, but I didn't. don't recall any goats. But um, I'm hoping we can find some ways to put that in our project, too, just to show. I mean, that was the town center. Mm -hmm. It was the it, mills. Absolutely. I mean, that yeah, was sure. commerce, right? So it's just different times. But um, we, Mills Market is uh, approved for 238 apartment units and 12,000 square feet of commercial. Um, it is a wrap project. So the building completely wraps a parking deck. So there's a structured parking deck in the middle. And we have an agreement with the town to provide an additional 130 spaces uh, to the town that they will own and control. Um, and uh, hopefully that will help some spur some additional economic development opportunities in downtown. I know parking is needed down there. So um, there's a little bit of a public benefit there as well. The, the last thing I'll say is our 12,000 square feet of commercial um, kind of creates this courtyard that encircles two existing buildings there. So it's kind of a unique, um, it is a privately owned courtyard, but it's going to feel like additional public open space in the downtown area. Uh, Shane, I was so, when Mark came in and showed me the plans for what he was going to do, and at that time, again, it was six stories, and I was just blown away. But uh, and I went down to the, the town board and, and, and argued with the planning board of why we needed to continue to have six stories because we've got to go vertical. We, we may not be land constrained in Huntersville, but we are in Cornelius. We just cannot go horizontal with our building. We've got to go up. And so it was that was an important feature that you guys introduced. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the key things that was talked about is building height. And I know you guys were talking about change and, you know, I think there is always going to be a balance to change. And, you know, uh, you could probably, if you look down a 40-year timeline, you could justify six stories or maybe seven or eight stories. But that might be too much to bite off today. So I feel like what we arrived at in discussions with the community members, stakeholders, and the elected officials, I think, was a good compromise. You know, we talked about density before we went to break, and, and I shared a little bit my perspective, your, your perspective on density. Why is that so important that you have the density for a project like yours to be able to, 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 to be successful? Yeah, I, I was thinking when you and Shane were talking um, that it used to be a phrase we would say retail follows rooftops. you gotta, you got to have the rooftops there. The retail will follow. I think we're in a new age now where business, office, you know, we're now a lot working from home as well. But I, I think everything is chasing the people. And so in an, a town center area, you got to have the people first. The retail, the commerce, the businesses will then follow that. That's what we're seeing in South End and Charlotte. It started with the people and then the businesses moved to there. So I think it, that's the heartbeat. I think you have to have the people to have a, a lively and pleasant and walkable um, downtown. You know, sometimes we get, we developers are, are put in this pigeonhole with this, this view of, oh, you're just going to tear things down or you're, you're going to remove stuff. But you're on the Preserve Mecklenburg board. You're one of those mm -hmm. developers. You appreciate the past. You want to try to integrate the past into what you're doing. Yeah, it, it's inherently conflictive. I was, you know, served on the Historic Landmarks Commission for six years as well, which was a great opportunity. And again, as developers, you know, we are agents of change. You know, it is our job to um, react to what we're seeing in the market and um, put projects that are planning for the future. Um, that requires change. Um, where I feel like we have to be sensitive, and again, where I hope Highline can be sensitive, is to um, doing projects that blend in with what is the existing built environment, right? And I think that's important, that those old buildings, that masonry, the brick facades, those things provide character. Uh, they provide culture. Uh, and I honestly, and I'll say this, I think Charlotte as a whole has a bad rap for tearing too many of those buildings down. Uh -huh. um, and so those shiny new buildings don't always build that culture. And there's a reason why Nashville is a bit different from Charlotte. So, but you have to build. Okay. So what is that balance? And, and that's something that is always an ongoing um, friction point, but maybe a good, a good friction point. You, you you pride yourself, and you mentioned it just a little while ago, that you're a boutique developer. In your mind, what is a boutique developer? Well, just that we're not a huge company. We don't have 100 people on staff. We don't have 100 projects in our pipeline. I think there are there is a need for housing. You know, that's a different conversation. Um, where we are trying to be good is, again, in that creative and thoughtful space where 
you really can't do as many projects. And so you do a little bit less. So our, our you know, we're not going to have as many people on staff. But the projects that we do, uh, we are trying to put uh, a lot into. And so that's just that's just the space we're trying to fill. And before you developed this particular organization, you were involved with that person. Yeah, um, yeah. Sh share some of some of the things that we might be familiar with in North Mecklenburg or South Ardell that Lat Persher was involved in. Well, I, mean, I think if you go to a grocery store in Charlotte, it was probably a Lat Persher <laughs> development, number one. Um, but number two, you know, well, I was there for 15 years and just learned, I feel like, how to do business the right way under them. I can't say enough good things about the Persher family. So, yeah, that's how we learn how to do real estate. And um, and then Highline is, you know, two years old, and we're trying to trying to make our mark. Do you have any idea of well, what kind of uh, retail that you might be, what kind sure. of commercial you might be attracting your project? Yeah, I can certainly tell you what it's not going to be okay. is, is the chain, um, you know, Applebee's type groups you know, that might you might see in a suburban retail community. We are really going to go after um, re local, regional, um, authentic food and beverage type uses. Um, those are going to be the coffee shops. Those are going to be the high-end dining shops, the lunch uh, sandwich shops. Um, there might be some mercantile, soft good, you know, boutique type retail clothing. That could be there too. But, um, you know, all those things that try to create um, a good experience um, and that are pleasant to um, walk to and from in a downtown area. And again, don't want to miss the fact that this retail, we hope, is very accretive to the Kane Center. Uh -huh. There's not a lot of those options today. And so when you go to the Kane Center for a show, whether it's before or after, can you get a glass of wine somewhere? Can you enjoy the total experience in downtown Cornelius? That's what we're hoping Mills Market will create. Shane grew up in Huntersville, and so he, he you know, when he took his car down near the cross. He kind of had an idea about what might go on down there. What attracted you to Cornelius? What 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 was yeah. the attraction there? Yeah, um, it has. Yeah, I, I don't. While there are some old buildings and some of those are in bad conditions, I, we felt like there was a good, a good feeling in the current downtown uh, Cornelius. Some of those buildings did have a really cool look. We are actually trying to preserve the facade of those existing three commercial buildings. Um, so we liked the, the, that kind of fabric of the downtown. Again, when we were talking to the town commissioners, we were saying that we want Mills Market to enhance the current downtown. We, won't, we don't want Mills Market to take over or redefine it. We want it to enhance what is already there. So, uh, you know, you've got, the same, you've got those pavered sidewalks. You've got those brick facade buildings. Those are very cool things that we want to um, accompany, I guess. Well, and, and just like what, Shane, what you were talking about a while ago of working within the town board and the planning board and getting the citizens' input, uh, I, I don't know of anybody that worked any harder than you did to make sure that, that you were trying to fit the vision of what the planning board, the, the land, uh, the growth committee had. Um, you really worked very, very hard with our town board to, to kind of come up with the product that was going to be what they were looking for. All I will say is that they were a great group to work with, and it's always helpful when people speak up and give their opinions. You know, we can't say yes to everything. Right. We got to be honest about what we can do and what we cannot do. But I think that the community and the um, commissioners were outstanding to work with. We're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit more with with the two of y'all on our commercial development. So stay with us on WSIC's Town Talk. I'm Bill Russell. <clears throat> Again, extremely excited. Those of you who are streaming with us, we're going to talk uh, about a little bit about what's going on with, with the Chamber of Commerce. Can we continue some of the programs that we have? But uh, again, I, I can't tell you how excited I am uh, as the president of the Chamber of Commerce that, that finally, after all these years, uh, we're going to have a vibrant downtown in Huntersville and a vibrant down. We're already starting to see it with the Kane Center for the Arts. Uh, have either of one of y'all been to the Kane Center of the Arts yet and seen any performance? Yeah, what, did you, what did you see? I saw... Um, I think his name's Mike Goodwin. He was a comedian mm -hmm. probably two, three weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Great show. Love the place. That's a s super nice Oh, isn't it nice? Oh, it's very nice. nice. Yeah. Mark? Oh, I forget the artist's name. Something Mendez, I believe. She was incredible. Um, and Allison, I took my wife, of course, and we went to Barrel and Fork, um, you know, and had to drive to the Kane Center. Uh, but we, Barrel Fork was, was wonderful. 
Um, and I can't remember that the first name of the artist, but she was fantastic. And we had a great experience. Um, Mother's Day weekend, uh, I went to see the Charlotte Symphony. Uh, Susan and I, we, we always like to go see the symphony downtown. And uh, we got to see the Charlotte Symphony here. And I got to tell you, the acoustics mm-hmm. in the oh, Kane yeah. Center for the Arts were, was just nothing less than superb. Yeah. I mean, it was fantastic. This Saturday is the symphony again. Oh wow! Oh, wow! There you go. Uh, it it was it was fantastic. And and again, I was looking to go. There was a jazz performance uh, just a few weeks ago in September um, that I was we had tickets for, but unfortunately could, couldn't make that event. Uh, but uh, really nice. A uh, couple of chamber of commerce activities that we have coming up. Uh, we have our chamber of commerce focus Fridays, always on the third Friday of the month, and uh, that's going to be United States Congressman Dan Bishop, uh, District Number Nine. He's going to give a Washington perspective about what's going on. That's Friday, October the 20th, 8.30 to 9.30. Uh, that's done by Zoom because Dan will actually be in D.C. And um, hopefully they have a Speaker of the House by then. <laughs> uh, I, I hope they have somebody selected because uh, we've got a lot going on. And, and speaking of that, uh, so much going on with, with the Israeli situation. Um, thoughts and prayers for, for everybody over there in the Middle East. And, and, and that's a catastrophic uh, event taking place. Um, hopefully we can we can see that come to an end very, very soon. But uh, we also got a lot going on in Washington, D.C. So we uh, need to make sure that we're heading in the right direction there. We also have a business after hours with Care Med Spa. Uh, you can meet the doctors and the staff at this holistic rejuvenation spa. And that's going to be Thursday the 19th at 5.30 to 7, just before the forum. So please come out and see it. Those of you who are streaming with us, we'll be right back on WSIC. Welcome back to Town Talk. I'm Bill Russell, your host. I have Shane Siegel. He is the managing partner of North State Development. Mark Miller, the founding partner, uh, principal of Highline Partners. Um, you're you're both. Uh, you are now a resident of Denver. Uh, a little bit earlier, eight million dollar bond pack. Excuse me, that's the town of Huntersville. We have a two point five billion dollar bond package in Charlotte Mecklenburg that you have the opportunity to vote on, Mark. Uh, do you know what you're going to be doing uh, when it comes uh, balloting time on the uh, school bonds? We'll be supporting the bond. Good, 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 good. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> <laughs> and you're over in Denver, so uh, you would have been uh, able to vote on the $58 million Huntersville bonds for transportation and parks. Um, but uh, that's on the ballot as well. Uh, I want to ask you, Shane, do you have any other... Well, we were talking a little while ago about some of the, the, the commercial... Uh, that might be coming to his project. Do you have an idea yet about what kind of commercial activity you might see in in the project for uh, Huntersville? Yeah, we're just now getting to the point to start talking about that. We um, we do see, you know, probably a nice restaurant like like Mark was saying, something that brings good experience to the residents, mm-hmm. our residents, and the the whole community there. Walkable, so we see some food and beverage there. Um, a lot of that there, maybe a touch of some small office space in there. So something around there. Mm-hmm. And this was the first chance uh, for either of you two to personally meet, either, even yeah. though you knew of each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your What is your thoughts on the project that is for Cornelius? Because again, as a Huntersville uh, person born and born and down, down and raised in Huntersville, uh, and coming up to Cornelius, what do you think this will do for Cornelius? I love the project. Um, in fact, I, I don't know a whole lot about exactly where it is, but I'm hoping that. Uh, so Mickey Potts was my baseball coach growing up. Oh, really? Off. Yeah. Yeah. And his mm-hmm. his barbershop's right Correct. there. Yeah. So is that staying? It is. I, I heard you saying they were yeah, trying to save those. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's a great project. You know, we, I was actually involved with uh, Antiquity. We did the apartments over there. Did you really? Yeah. So uh, I, I love downtown Cornelius. I think with what's going on there, I think that'll be a huge success. So wish you all the best. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you bring that up because when I when we were hearing some of the discussion about some of the antiquity people who were opposed to this particular project, I was going like, whoa, 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 whoa. I remember when we were talking about the antiquity project, and oh, yeah. now we have that out of the ground, and that's one of our jewels in, oh, yeah. in Cornelius. It's a fantastic project. So, again, some of those people, they wouldn't be living in their homes or, or and, and wouldn't be shopping in some of those stores if it weren't for that project. So again, um, it's funny that, that people objecting to some of those those things. Um, 
your idea or your thoughts on, on what's going on in Huntersville? Well, I love. I mean, I, I love it. It's under construction, which is way better than where we are. <laughs> um, but I think also very cool that you've got a developer who's got the roots in that area. I mean, that's that's a strong strong item, and um, I think it's a cool story. So it's the right it's the right group for that project. Um, I mean, we're not that far away, but I like the history there. Um, also. You know, we have a consultant that um, Chain uses as well. So we, we do hear every now and then about the progress of their project. And um, I hear it's going great. And uh, again, it, we've talked about it, but just bringing the population, bringing some of the rooftops to a downtown area is an important thing. So uh, again, they're doing it. They're a year out from delivering. I think that's incredible. Our goals is to get to those to those points. Shane, when do we see build out for this particular project in Huntersville? So the multifamily, the four-story multifamily with retail is probably about a year out. Um, and the townhomes will be, you know, they'll, they'll actually break ground in the next 30, 45 days. Uh -huh. So, like I said, there's, there's 52 of those all together with townhomes and single families. So that'll take a, quite a while to build those out. And a lot on your plate, but uh, do, do you have any other projects that you're already eyeing? Um particularly for downtown Huntersville, we have another project that, that should break ground hopefully by the end of the year, maybe the first of the year. Mm -hmm. um, it would be 244 units. We're in our final approval stage now. Uh, so we're excited about that. It's 244 units. Um, and like I mentioned, we do have another one downtown Huntersville that's 35 high-end townhomes and already broken ground. You've, you know, we, uh, you've probably saw the... Um, Huntersville Fire Department out there. They did some training uh -huh. on some of the houses. So that has happened. Houses have been demoed. Site work started. So probably see home vertical construction starting in March, April next year. Okay. And Mark, uh, I know you. we haven't even broken ground on yours yet. We, we have uh, some beautiful renderings we can share with you. <laughs> when, when do we look at, at maybe that being sure. built out? What, what's the projection? Yeah, we've, we've just recently kicked. So we, the zoning just came, right, two weeks ago. So we have just started kicking off our uh, construction drawings. And just with where permitting is these days and the backlog, um, we are estimating a year-ish before we can get the project permitted. And so I do think it's Q4 2024 to Q1 2025 before we break ground. But Well, when you get ready to break that ground, uh, you can give Shane a call over here because let me tell you something. He had a really, really nice ground break. That was fun. Yeah, we had a really good time there. Great, great showing. That was turned out great, even it, though it did rain a little bit. Yeah, that's right. That's right, it did. But we had the 70 to 60 guys come over, and mm -hmm. so, yeah, fa fantastic. Uh, Fantastic little event. Uh, I know you haven't even gotten this project behind you, but you, do you have eyes on some things that you're looking at? We do. Um, we we have a project that we're working on in not so far away from Mills Market that we haven't really uh, broadcasted mm -hmm. yet. We want to get through a few more hoops before we do, but the answer is yes. Um, uh, the Cornelius town is not done with Highline yet, okay, for better or worse. <laughs> So um, we have another project that we're working on. You know, it's exciting that both of you uh, have projects uh, right here. Uh, what What is it about Lake Norman? Again, you're you're from here, but what is it about Lake Norman that makes a great place for you to do business? And again, I know you had to go through some hoops uh, to to get it approved, but uh, what is it that attracts you to Lake Norman? Well, I think a big part of it is we just we know Lake Norman. We we care about Lake Norman. We we want to see it develop you know, the right way, the mm -hmm. right product. So um, there's just a lot of opportunity right here in our in our backyards. Mark, same thing. Uh, again, you're a Charlotte developer, and mm -hmm. you, it wasn't easy. Uh, you, you you made a lot of trips to Cornelius. You put a lot of time <laughs> into it. There's a lot of money invested in this project. But but why, why Cornelius? Why Lake Norman for this project? We, yeah, um, I think when we were driving downtown Cornelius, you, you could just see that there was potential, and but there wasn't the project. And uh, I, I have to give credit to the owners. They did a phenomenal job assembling nine different parcels in downtown. That's very difficult to do. And so we felt like that was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and it, there was a lot of potential. It wasn't there, and you had this owner, this ownership group who – assembled nine parcels, and we said, this is it. We need to take the shot. 
Shane, you have a sister uh, group uh, that people might be very familiar with, Madison Homes. Do you want to speak about Madison Homes? Sure. So uh, it's Madison Simmons Homes and Communities. Um, again, office right here in Cornelius. Uh, we have projects uh, really basic, basically Charlotte Metro. Um, we have one project that's sort of an outlier right now. It's in uh, Woodfin, which is in North Asheville, 120 units up there. Um, but going great. We, uh, we should complete about 50 homes this year. We have in the pipeline to finish about double that, 100 homes. And then on top of that, the following year, we should do about 200. So we have a pretty robust pipeline to feed that machine. North State is also involved in the community. You guys, uh, we were just talking about it before we went on air. Uh, one of the organizations that you support, Angels and Sparrows. Yeah, yeah. We we, um, we volunteer there a couple times, really like what they're doing. They, they do great. They, they got a really good process system set up there. So had a lot of fun. We actually played in a golf tournament there Monday at Skybrook. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a great organization. We're, we're happy to be supporting those guys and volunteering there. Uh, I was I was mentioning Bill, my producer, that uh, I'll I'll be volunteering down there on November fourteenth. Uh, I came in here one day, and and Jessica Zeppi's the station owner, and general manager here, was out there talking to Bill about how he didn't have a lot of love for baseball and and uh, it was a boring sport, and you could sit out in the outfield and eat snow cones. And I went out there, and and then I proceeded to challenge him to a hitting contest. Mm. Mark, uh, Justin's about thirty years younger than I am. Um, but I'm, you know, I, I am this, I am literally this 64 year old man trapped in a 26 year old body. You know, I, <laughs> I still think I can do it. And I got out there and, and, and Justin, uh, unloaded, unloaded on those balls. I'm going like, oh my gosh. So I will be washing dishes on November 14th at Angels and Sparrows Community now, Kitchen. we won't leave you hanging. Yep. Yeah, we'll uh, come so, join you. Some of the staff at WSIC will be there. But speaking of athletics, you were a linebacker for, for for, for yeah. the University of Virginia. Well, yeah, long time ago, Bill. Okay. Long time ago, Bill. I was just thinking about your being trapped in a 25-year-old body. I <laughs> I uh, recently pulled my hamstring tra- jogging in a straight line. So uh, <laughs> that's where I am today. Mark, uh, Virginia is going to be playing. Uh, you got a bye this weekend. Uh, South Carolina is playing Florida. But uh, you're going to be playing at University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill oh, in, a, in a week. I what think, what well, do you think Commercial is break's coming up here. I think we're going to have to break here. No, but uh, go who's. It's a great school as well. Okay. <laughs> and then you got Miami. And did y'all watch the Miami game last week? Georgia oh, Tech. Yeah, Instead of kneeling, yeah, yeah. they yeah, fumbled the ball oh, in yeah, Georgia Tech. Oh, tough. my gosh. Mm. Yeah. Um, Again, everybody, thank you very much for being here. Thank And thank you both for the investment that you're making in Lake Norman and our business community. We really appreciate it. Uh, it, it I, I can't say enough about the relationship that we're forging. And uh, I want to thank everybody for listening today. If it's Wednesday afternoon, we're talking about our towns on Town Talk on WSIC. I'm Bill Russell, and we will see you next week. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, W290DK, Mooresville, Lake Norman, North Charlotte.